Hello, everybody. This is Will Frazier. Welcome to History Made Up. On today's show, we have Ross Peterson, 1460 KXNO. Yes, welcome to History Made Up. This is the improvised, informative podcast. Other way around. The informative improvised podcast. Uh, either way works, I guess. Uh, <laughs> what we do here is um, I get a story from a local person, and then I find local improvisers to do scenes based on that story. You like that explanation? Yeah. A local person? <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to say local celebrities, but sometimes I don't get celebrities. Sometimes it's just people. Today, it's a radio host, so. Uh, yeah, Russ, a great guy. Uh, that's one of our improvisers, Charity Coons. Hi, Charity. How are you? I'm just peachy. Good. Yeah. Just peachy? Or that's a good thing, like a above average, I assume? Above average. Peachy's <laughs> above average. Good. Um, Ross tells a great story today about chasing your passion, doing what you love. Uh, what, uh, what experience do you have with that? Has, has there been things you've given up? Choices, you know? Um, yes and no. I, when I was the ripe age of 18 and I was looking to go to college, I was convinced that I wanted to go to college for theater, but my mother went to college for theater and although she was very lucky and got a job in theater, she was afraid that I was not. So she forbade me. Forbi- forbade? Forbidden? Yeah, she told me that I was not allowed to go to college for theater. That's and so, so smart. Did that oh make God, you want to so do it? Smart. I was going to say that. <laughs> Did that make you want to do it all the more, though? Um, Were you one of those kids? I, I, surprisingly, I gave up pretty easy. Good. But and here what did I you, am. And wh- so. what did she want you to major in? Um, my mother wanted me to be literally anything else, and my <laughs> father so still choose? thinks that I'm going to be a veterinarian. What did I choose? Veterinarian? Yeah. I've never what? showed any interest in That's like being something a, a little kid says that they want to be, but yep. when it gets down to it- Nobody you know wants you want? to kill oh, animals. I was going to say, you know what a vet is? A fucking dog murderer. That's what a vet is. No, they it's try and save the dog. It's a dog. Put them out of their misery. That's the person or, or. you will take your your dog, your lo- beloved dog, cat, whatever to. I know. At the end of its life, and they're going to put a syringe in it and murder your All dog. All right. When you put it I that way. I think there's way, a difference between damn. euthanasia so, and murder. I do too, but still. I think about that day sometimes when I take my dog to the vet. My dog's in the studio today. Uh, <laughs> He's, just He's, He's just so hanging cute. out. He is just hanging out. That's uh, Mike Kitzman. You heard Mike Kitzman. Hello. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm uh, I'm well. Tell how us are you? What, what about you? You got any stories of uh, you know giving things up, chasing your dreams, doing what you love? Do it, kids. Give up right now. Just do it. Give up immediately. Give up what? Whatever your dream is. Oh, and just earn money. Yes, capitalism. You will baby. be. You will be happier. You will be more fulfilled. You think so? You'll have a fucking house at age forty instead of a cardboard box. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking give up right away. Make room for the rest of us who aren't going to, despite <laughs> every other indication that we fucking should. Yep. So just if you are listening to this and you're like, maybe I should give up, fucking do it, please. I love Mike. Yeah, that's great. Because <laughs> I can't for some fucking reason. Right. <laughs> it is. There's some. What's what's wrong with us? There's I don't a thing. fucking know, man. I don't know. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, you heard Ashley Parker earlier. Hey. Hi, Ashley. How Hi. are you? Welcome to the show. Good. Good. I'm good. It's all good. <laughs> good. Good. Um, what about you? Tell uh, you got a story, a situation, chasing your dreams. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I have a new dream every five minutes. So, you know, I think I'm on career number two or three at this point, you know, and, you know, maybe by the time I'm 40, I'll have like, you know, a few more. We'll see what the next, you know, 10 or so years brings. But I was like that for a while. Like every new thing that was sort of fun was like, oh, my gosh, I love this so much. Yeah, I remember you seeing Captain Phase. Right? Oh, God. (laughs) I got like a sampler platter of like careers at this point. So people look at my resume like, you've probably done everything, haven't you? And I'm just like, so are you going to like make up your mind or anything? And I'm just like, you know, at this point, I'm not going to lie anymore. We'll just see what happens. So chase all the dreams. And uh, if you don't like one dream, go find another. Yep. It was, yeah, it wasn't until like I started doing improv that it was like, done. And like a light went on. Found off. it. Like, yep. oh, I thought that I knew before. Like, I, I thought I've known with the... this and I thought I've known with that. But then it's like, oh, okay. Nope. This is the thing. And it's obvious and it's, yep. Or maybe Just we're not supposed to, to have me, one thing. Like maybe true. like that's like the lie that they've been telling us that we're supposed to stick with one thing, well, you know? Yeah. If you really right? like, if you really commit and dive in, it takes up a lot of your time. Though. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's sort yeah. of harder to have more yep. than one. So unless yeah, your I thing mean, if is I, if I hobbies and well, oh, yeah. you met those people where they just do everything. Yeah, variety is the spice of life, and that's <laughs> I am again in the mirror every day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any other catchphrases from pillows for us before we move on? <laughs> That's all, folks. Bless this mess. <laughs> Bless this house. Yeah. Matt Still. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, what about you? Uh, yeah, I had like a dream, especially when I was in high school. There was like so many things I wanted to be that, for a brief second, actually made sense. Like what? <laughs> for probably a day and a half, I thought it would be really cool if I was a country singer. <laughs> Of course it would be cool. <laughs> Only be, of course that, that would be cool. Be That's not you can't even you can't argue that fact. Yeah, it would, say, it would be, be cool. cool. But um only because my range is kind of right in that country music singer yeah. range. Oh my God. So I'm give like, a, I can a, do this. I don't need to. Give me a gravelly. Give me a gravelly set. Where song. were Please, you? Can you sing a little bit? Yep, yeah. let's hear Just it. a little bit. I will pay you money. <laughs> Please, Matt. As money. Yeah. Give me a little. Give me a little song about the Twin Towers. <laughs> oh you need a beat? Well, I see those towers <laughs> up up in the sky, but then they fell, and no one could tell me why. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yep. I hear you. That's of course, I never read the news, so that's why penny. I didn't know. That's but. the uh, title track from your album, Inside Job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> steel don't melt. Yeah, yeah, It'll be out by Christmas, like right? Steel beams don't melt. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, okay. Well, since uh, <laughs> that came out of nowhere, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you the uh, story of what I was doing on 9-11. I don't think I've that. I've not told that story on the podcast, have I, Skyler? Nope. All right. Um, you were. I was what? <laughs> Probably. What? No. Oh. Uh, my my. No. <laughs> no. No. Probably. Mike, Mike's trying to distract me. It's like the only <laughs> explosion that would have been okay. Um. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> oh. So. I was. Wait wait wait. You were. 
20 you... to, I'm going to tell my 9-11 story now, Mike. <laughs> this is a part of the show where I tell a monologue, Mike. <laughs> um, I was working at uh, Prairie Meadows uh, Racetrack and Casino. I was working in the surveillance department. So I sat in a bunker, just like a, a room like this. Just no windows, no nothing. Um, and a uh, wall full of monitors. And uh, I was working the graveyard shift. I got off at 8 o'clock in the morning. I had to be back at 10 for some orient some training orientation thing. That was for all employees, not just... Uh, my, it wasn't like for my department, so there's going to be uh, just a whole room full of people. I had arranged with my sister, got off work at 8, was going to go over to her apartment. She was going to make breakfast, and I was going to go back for the orientation. Perfect. Um, I get to her apartment. She's making waffles, and the TV's on, and you know, one of the towers is like smoking. She's like, a plane ran into one of the towers, and... Uh, <coughs> Then we start, I, I just start watching, and there's helicopters, news helicopters, everything going around, and then there's that other plane that was just like, well, that's a little too boosh. And then, uh, so, then my uh, cell phone uh, started ringing, and it was emergency, the emergency thing from Prairie Meadows for all the security people. All Everyone was called back, like, um, oh no, that hadn't happened yet because still everyone wasn't really sure what was going on. So we just sort of like finished breakfast, went back to the orientation, and now it's a ballroom packed full of people. There's, you know, uh, bank employees, dealers, uh, everyone, everyone that works at the casino is all packed in there. And all the TVs are turned on, the Pentagon thing hits, and then. And then uh, we were all in there together. That's right. We were all in there together. And then you just started hearing the beepers, the security, just beep, 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 multiplying, multiplying. And it was all, you know, report back. Shut the casino down. They hadn't, it's open 24 hours every day. It had never been shut down before. It was total lock, like lockdown mode. I had just got done working my shift. So the bare bones security, which is one person in the surveillance bunker one uh security guard driving around in the parking lot and one security guard walking the inside and that was it and it was such a weird thing like to experience so it was closed like that for like two days because everyone was still in shock and like what the fuck's going on um so the i'm i go home to go to sleep i get a phone call from my buddy who i was working that shift with uh, the night before, and he's like, my wife just found out that she's pregnant. So, like, I want to, like, stay home and, like, be with her and celebrate tonight. So can you go in and cover my shift? So I went in, and I was the one person in the surveillance bunker while one security guard was wandering around, and one was driving around the parking lot. And... uh the weird, like, ghost town, like, walking dead feel of the whole thing. And, like, it was just, whatever, eight hours, ten hours of that. I remember uh, the security guard that was walking inside, uh, I would just follow her around on the cameras. And uh, 
she would just go uh, walk down every single slot machine and turn the light, the service light on, light, 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 and she would light lit up the entire casino, and then off, 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 all the way, looping through all the. It was just something to kill the time. So, uh, she's sitting down to take a break, and I'm watching on one of the cameras, and. When there are these little domes, these little like speedball dome cameras, so they can tilt, pan, tilt, zoom, go everywhere. And, but when you look at it, you can tell where the lens is on it. Like you can look up there and see which way it's pointed or where it's going. And so I saw her like looking up at it, and I did like a 360 spin and like a nod, like a up, down, just like messing around. And, um, she did this genius. She got out a piece of paper and she made a tic tac toe board. And then she would point to one and I would either move it up and down for yes or side to side for no. And we sat there and played like 20 games of tic tac toe. On, yeah. <laughs> All right, there's plenty of shit there. <laughs> Do see enough of that. David. Yes, D David. yes, yes. David, I need another speedball. Huh? You, you need just just one more. Just one more. I just <laughs> need one more speedball, David. I'm afraid I'm afraid for your life. Please, Isabella, I'm afraid for your life. David, I don't pay you to be afraid for me. No, but I just, I have to let you know, it's too many speedballs in one day. Too many speedballs. I think that you have too many meatballs in one day, David. I will be in charge of how many speedballs I have. That was very hurtful to my feelings. And uh, maybe sometimes, some, some days I do eat too many meatball sandwiches, but... I think there's a very big difference between eating too many meatballs and shoving cocaine and heroin into your veins all at the same time. So, uh, excuse me. I'm just I, worried about you. I like being your I like the way I live, And you're poor boy, and I don't want you to die. David, I... Have you talked to Roberto about this? Forget Roberto. <gasps> I, I want to talk about the way that you feel about me, David. No. Y yes. I respect you as the owner of the house and as my employer, and you know there's nothing more than that. You said you didn't want me to die, David. Yes, I do not want you to die. Just tell me you love me, David. Just I, tell me you love me. I, I don't love you. I, I don't. I respect you very much, madam, very much. I don't want you to die. I don't want your respect, David. I want your love and I want another speedball. This isn't going to work. You try to seduce me for the speedball. You try to seduce me. I'm, I'm going to tell Roberto. I respect him very much, too, no. as my employer and your husband. No, a don't, good friend. don't tell Roberto. I can't. We can't go through another thing like this, David. I hear, oh, I, I hear his Tesla pulling into the garage. <gasps> this must be him coming in now. No. I will, I will not be. You can talk to him about the speedball, okay? I'm going to leave the cocaine right here. And I'm going to take the heroin with me, so you cannot mix them, okay? Why do you do this to me, David? Oh, 
Hey, oh. uh, honey, it's me, Roberto. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, welcome oh, home, sir. It's David. Yeah. Very Italian name, David. <laughs> Thank you, sir. How are you? Oh, I'm so friend. good. I'm so good. Look, I got the pool all clean for you, sir. Look, uh, Roberto, look, I got the pool all clean. Oh, very clean. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Yes, Spick a span. I, uh, do you want to tell him? No, I don't want to say anything to either of you. I'm going to my bedchambers and no one can stop me. You can't run away from your problems. Don't talk to me like this, Dave. What about, what about are you going to let the help talk to me like this? Here, Roberto! Uh, I am uh, just uh, walking into this. <laughs> what is uh, happening? Here, uh, Roberto, here. Let me uh, prepare for you your uh, after work uh, heroin needle. Ah, uh, thank you. You're just very welcome. You're very now, yes, the missus is having a problem with the speedballs again. I'm not having Bella. a problem. The only problem here is that David will not give me another. I tell you, it's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. Bella, how many speedballs have you had today? I More than two? Well, yes. But less than 12. Okay, the ones that I'm requesting would make it 12. 12 speedballs. 11 speedballs? She said 11 today. I wasn't going to let her do the 12. Thank you, David. You're very, very Oh, that's good heroin. Oh. Oh, that's... Yeah. A, here, just sit down here. Oh, you nod I need off. to sit. You oh. take a nod off. That's right. Oh, oh that's yeah. right, Roberto. Wha what help David is Roberto going to be if he nods sleep, off? Oh, sleep, great. Yes. David will make your dinner. David will make your dinner. Mrs., I suggest you go take that cocaine and do some and try to improve your mood while I cook dinner. Better not be meatballs again, David. All right, welcome back to History Made Up. That was a good first segment. Uh, all right, you guys, uh, got a chance to talk with Ross Peterson. Um, he's a sports talk radio host here in Des Moines. He does a couple different shows. Uh, he had lots of great stories to tell. Uh, so let's go to the tape and hear it. All right, I'm here with Ross Peterson from 1460 KXNO. Ross, thanks for being here. Absolutely, man. You, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, you ready to tell us a story? Yeah, I've got a couple stories for you. All I mean, right. I, I love good stories. So, <laughs> uh, but my, I think that the story you're probably most interested in would be how I actually got into radio um, was helping a stranger on the side of the road. So we were... I was a, a senior in high school, and it's snowing one winter, and I'm outside shoveling the walks, and I lived in Pleasant Hill, pretty buttoned-up community, right? Yeah. And there was one long-haired hippie that lived in our neighborhood, and this dude, his name was Jeff Blanchard, uh, he just passed away a few, few months ago, but Jeff was driving down the road and slid off the road near my house, and I went over and helped him get back on the road and pushed him down the road a little bit. And he went a couple of uh, driveways down and had the same thing, hit another snowbank and, and was stuck again. So we, my brother-in-law and I, went out and pushed him all the way to his house and just thought we had done our good deed for the day. And uh, that winter, or that summer, I'm sorry, we had our block party. And the long-haired hippie came up to me. He's like, man, you're the kid that helped me out in the winter. So, yeah. And he's like, well, what are you doing on, on Friday nights? And my mom happened to be within earshot, and I was kind of starting to be a shithead. And... My mom said, he's getting in trouble. And he said, well, I can give you a couple hundred dollars a week if you want to go and DJ weddings. And, you know, you can go, you're going to work for Music in Motion was the name of the group that Jeff ran. 
and we would go and be entertainers. Like we went and and we didn't just set up, you know, music and we went out and danced and did stuff and it was a blast. I loved it. But it was helping Jeff through the through that 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 got me got my foot in the door because Jeff was affiliated with the the Saga Radio Group. So like Star 102.5 and um, and Laser had just got just gotten started. So when people would call Star to say I want Jimmy Wright to come DJ my wedding, they'd say, well, Jimmy doesn't do that stuff, but we could send this little dorky kid Ross to come do it. <laughs> and I was the dude that would go and kill it, right? Yeah. So in the process of that, 1350 KRNT is in that same building, and they run the Cubs games. And I was a huge baseball fan, and, and Jeff loved baseball, so we would talk baseball every day. We'd sit down and talk about the Brewers and the Yankees and the Cubs, and we'd go to iCubs games. Well, one day... The guy from 1350 overheard this conversation, and uh, he came to me and said, listen, I need somebody to, to run the board for Chicago Cubs baseball. Is that something we could teach you to do? And so I started, I spent a summer after my senior year, I spent that summer in a radio studio with no windows running the board for Chicago and loved every minute of it. thought oh, yeah. it was great. <laughs> um, and I, I, so that was kind of my... I thought was going to be my radio life, just being a producer like that. And this doesn't pay the bills, so I went to work, got some other jobs. I was a maintenance man at an apartment complex. I ended up at Wells Fargo Financial for a little while, and I thought then that was going to be my career. By this point, I was uh, I, I'd kind of moved over to the the talk or the 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 music side of radio. So I was doing overnight weekends on 98.3. It was called The Rock. It was like a KGGO type station like classic, classic rock classic rock yeah and uh you know just doing voice tracking overnights and it wasn't really working out i thought i was going to be in wells fargo forever so one day i go to have dinner with my dad and he's asking me how my career's going i'm like i'm miserable i i hate what i'm doing and my dad said man you really liked radio you were good at it and you you love doing that you need to see if you can get back into that call this guy that we know that goes to church with us he uh he just quit as a salesperson at who so call him and see what you should do so i made this one phone call to this guy and he says kind of lets me talk about what i've done tells the story about how i got into radio um and he says okay call everybody you know call the guys at kjjy that you worked with call the guys at 98 rock call the guys at 1350 that you still know Call everybody and tell them you're getting back into radio. And go to work. Go to Wells Fargo and tell the people there, I'm going to go, I'm going to get back into radio. This is what I want to do. And just see what happens. So I did that. Um, I, I made a phone call to my friend at KJJY, and I said, hey, man, I'm going to get back into radio. And he said, that's great news. We'll get a part-time job for you. You know, just, you know, fantastic. We're glad to hear it. Um, and then I went to work, and I told my buddies at work, like, hey, I'm going to go try to get back into radio. And most of them thought I was crazy, you know. And the other thing that happened with that one phone call I made to this, this guy from church is he said, I, I'm going to call my boss back at WHO, because I left on good terms. I retired. Um, I'm going to call him and just let him know I, I know this kid that wants to do this. I was 24 at the time, okay? Yeah. So in, one, in, in a 24-hour period, um, I get a phone call back from KJJY, and my buddy says, man, are you lucky? Because as soon as we hung up the phone with you, WHO called us. 
and said they have a production assistant that's leaving and they need uh, a production assistant. So we gave him your name. And I said, man, this is amazing because I, I, I just talked to this guy who knows the, di- the, the GM at WHO. So maybe some things are coming together for me here. So then I went back to work and I thought, man, this is really wild. I, I might be working for Jack Emerson. That guy, he was a hero of mine when I was growing up. And now he's the production manager at, at, at WHO. This would be amazing to... My buddy says, wait a minute. I know Jack Emerson's wife. I went to high school with her. So this is when, I mean, this is 2002. So my buddy has a cell phone, which was kind of a new thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Picks up the cell phone, calls some, a few friends, gets in contact with Jack Emerson's wife and says, is Jack looking for an assistant? Because I know the guy he needs to hire. So I get a phone call that afternoon from WHO. And they say, listen, we would love to have you come in and do an interview and, and fill out an application. So I came down and I filled out an application and I did what I thought was going to be an interview. And as we're going through the interview, Jack Emerson starts to point out, you know, here's, here's where you're going to sit. Here's where you're going to pick up these work orders. And I'm picking up on these things like I have a job. I'm not, I'm not here to interview anymore. I got the job. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, we're getting, getting ready to wrap up. He says, all right plan on being here tomorrow if you can start and we'll see you at noon and I have to ask you one thing before you go like how did you do this I said I don't know I didn't I don't think I understood what he meant like what he says I I made one phone call to one radio station and they told me one name and it was yours my boss walked in the door and told me we needed to find out who you were and then I went home and my wife told me to hire you how did how did you do this and I and you know I don't know if that's uh, you know some people hear that and go that's God it's the universe whatever it was I was lucky and it was timing and uh, I happened to be the guy that was knocking on all the right doors at, at just the right time and yep. now I've made it a career and I, I love every minute of it that's so. awesome that's great isn't that crazy like what is what is that thing in us that like oh no I, I have to do this on my own I can't go ask for help I can't go but it, it's not even asking for help you just let people know what you're doing and they yeah. make the connections in their head like oh well I know this and I know I know how to help like that, that's funny I've never even thought of that I've always kind of been a person that scoffed at these um, uh, you know the, these folks that say put it out into the universe. I know, and you, know, you hear that stuff, thing. and you go, and it's "Come like, on, that's it's hokey, yeah. come on!" And it's about your hard work. And again, yeah. anybody that knows, I, I've, I'm a hard worker, and and when I got those opportunities, I made the most of them, and I wouldn't be here if I if I didn't hadn't, hadn't done all those things also. Right. So it's a combination of the two, but there's no way I would be here if the universe or God or <laughs> karma or whatever you want to call it, Billy, had helped me out in the universe and just said, uh, you know, this is the, the doors all opened at the right time and the, the stars aligned. So yeah. it sounds so hokey, but 
it's it's true, and that's what happened for that's, me. That's yeah, no, that's the way things work. Just things fall into place like that sometimes. Yeah. I have very similar experience. <laughs> yeah. I imagine right. a lot of the stories that you hear are like that. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's great. All right, thanks so much for uh, for yeah. being here, Ross. Absolutely. Do you have anything <laughs> to plug? Tell us about your show. Oh, absolutely. You can listen to me on fourteen sixty KXNO. You can listen to it. We're an iHeart station, so you can hear us anywhere in the world with your iHeart Radio app, which is free to download. Uh, we have a lot of fun. We talk a lot more than just sports. You'll hear me a lot on WHO, also a, a big uh, flamethrower here in Des Moines, the 50,000-watt station. Uh, I've been a part of WHO for 15 years, and that's been a great experience. What's so. the name of the show on 1460? Uh, uh, Sports Fanatics on Sports 1460 Fanatics. So We're on from 4 to 7 in the afternoons. Okay, perfect. Or anytime mm -hmm. at iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio.com, absolutely. Well, what a beautiful snowy day. I just arrived in Des Moines, Iowa, all the way from Albuquerque, New Mexico, to start my brand new life. But unfortunately, I'm not so sure what it is. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. How can I help you? Could you tell me exactly where we are right now? Oh, you're in the lovely city of Des Moines, Iowa. Um, what can I help you with? Well, see, I, I'm not sure if you believe much in luck, but... You know, I, I'm i a little overwhelmed by everything that's going on here. You know, it's 2002, and there just seems to be so much happening. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there is a lot going on in Des Moines, obviously, but uh, what are you more interested in right now? What are you trying to be? Because I've got some hookups. I might be able to give you a hand on some stuff. Well, I spent several years slinging hot dogs, Um Hot dogs? Yeah, back at Wrigley, just whistling some hot dogs. Um, I can whistle. Um, uh, Hi. Oh, sorry. Don't mean to interrupt. I'm tr I'm Tony, the bank manager. Is uh, Chad taking care of you over here? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Chad. Chad. Uh, yeah, Chad's been great. Um, yeah, yeah? we've been talking a lot of business and stuff. Yeah, good. Yeah. Super friendly. I hope we're able to help you out with that loan. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Here for oh, a yeah. That's uh, that's exactly what we were talking about. We're talking about loans and APRs. stuff. APRs. Great. We're not talking about anything other than no loans because we've had. So, the so uh, what's your business? What uh, what are you looking for the loan for? Well, what uh, specific business are you looking uh, for? Okay, it seems a little strange. Um, well, I I I want to open a a a cat a cat cafe. Cat cafe. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about hot dogs when I walked in. Well, I guess you were just dog. talking about a cat cafe, huh? Oh, there'll be hot dogs everywhere. Oh, you're going to be feeding hot dogs to the cats. You see, she left that part out. That, that's that's a very important part. Mm -hmm. Oh. The, the hot dogs with the cat cafe. I that's mean, great. I don't know. It's kind of eclectic and, you know. Uh, you should hear her whistling story. Her whistling story's great. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. Okay, well, before you can hear it, do I have a shot at getting this loan? Oh, I'm more of just like a meet and greeter. That's really Chad's. Uh, he's the one in charge of the paperwork and everything. <laughs> Chad, how's it looking? It's looking pretty good. I, I, I kind of want to hear her whistle first before we make any... Oh, I thought it was a whistle story? 
Because uh, that, that wasn't a very good whistle. Is there a story about why you can't whistle? Is that what the story is, Chad? I'm really hoping so. She only mentioned the whistling, so I figured it was like an in-depth story that would go us on this emotional roller coaster is what I was hoping for. Oh, you were you Listen, were I just arrived like- here. I just arrived here in Des Moines, and I'm just trying to start over. It was really rough back there when I was slinging some dang hot dogs. Can I get this loan? Can we okay. just get back to business? Whoa. Yeah, you need to calm down right now. It just, it's, it's just a lot of pressure. I'm just a little overwhelmed. I know there's a lot going on in Des Moines right now, but obviously you're you're buckling under the pressure right now. I'm not used to this many streetlights and stop signs and Wells Fargo employees screaming at me at once. Well, um, what you're gonna what you're gonna get here? I mean, it's, this is Wells Fargo. Yeah, you know what we say, Wells Fargo forever. Yeah, Wells Fargo forever. So I mean, if you want this loan, if you really do, you're gonna have to. Be willing to be part of Wells Fargo forever. I'll do anything. Forever. 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 Sign right here. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. So, is this like a blood oath kind of thing? I don't know what you guys do in the Midwest. Well, this part of the Midwest. Like, is there... I mean, maybe it's like Kansas. I don't know, like... Oh no, yeah. It's uh I mean you don't need to sign a bl- the blood oath. You definitely should have read uh read the fine print there. Uh we do own your soul and uh what? for eternity. I mean, you heard us say forever many times. Yeah, we were pretty clear on the forever. Yeah, part. I don't know. I forever? just figured I just wouldn't forever. pay it back and I'd just like owe you forever. <laughs> well No, that's that's not how the forever works. This is Wells Fargo forever. Okay, yeah. you know, you're division. right. You know what? As you might have been as looking as... for Wells Fargo Financial. They're on the next floor up. Oh, yeah. But this is Wells Fargo forever. 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 Oh, no. Forever. Oh, God. Oh, oh, um, are you, are, are you the guy who helped me out last winter? Uh, yeah, oh, I am. Oh my god, um, Hi, I'm, I'm Doris, do not talk to him. Do not talk to him, Doris. That's the only long haired hippie in town. Uh, hey, man, Come I'm on. just trying to get along here. Don't you talk, no. don't you talk to me or my wife, hippie. Look, Come on, man, well, what are you doing on Friday? Right. What are you doing on Friday? Don't you dare, don't you dare invite him to our barbecue. Would you like to come to our barbecue? God damn you, Jim. Look, I don't eat meat, but. Oh, Doris, we, you know, we will have. I will prepare oh my God, a vegetarian course. option for you. You, no, you'd have honey. a vegetarian option for me. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I mean, would, yeah, I you could just you. eat the salad. She makes a salad. No, I'll put some what? corn on the grill. I guess. I, uh, you can since you helped my wife in the win- last winter. I, I suppose we could let you come. You have to wear shoes. Do you have sandals at least? Oh my God, honey! Hey That's Look, just his feet are farther. Gross. Look, you don't. I don't wear shoes because I want to be closer to the planet. So that is so remarkable. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm, pathetic, I'm, but I guess remarkable is another way to go. I'm pretty honey. committed to this lifestyle. And I, I don't wear underwear you either. For that. I can tell. I don't think you wear deodorant or nope. you use soap There's of any aluminum sort. There deodorant, are so man. many chemicals It'll in deodorant. It'll mess your brain. Honey, uh-huh. we should stop wearing deodorant. It'll the give you brain cancer. Coming off of you is really messing with my brain it, yeah. right now. It's called this patchouli, smell? Oh and it makes for a nice um, scent, I think. I like it. It's earthy. There's also, to be, Honey, to don't be you frank think it's with earthy? you guys, <sighs> it's just there's like, a little bit of weed smell, too. <gasps> I've... 
Illegal pretty... drugs. Did you hear this, Doris? Did you hey. hear him? Hey. Illegal drugs. Hey, it's drugs. just an herb, it, honey. It, we right really on, need to be Doris. more open-minded. Right on, man. If it grows from the ground, you shouldn't like impound people for that rhyme got away from me. How profound. Right. Uh, honey, so, I I just I'm so glad that we reconnected with this man. So, uh, Friday, I what are you know. guys doing tonight? Like <gasps> Oh, we're on our way uh to our son Chauncey's cello recital actually. We have oh, an cool. extra seat. What's My sister oh, uh, has only really? come up. Yeah. Well, I love cello. Uh, who Janice doesn't? still might meet us there. Oh, yeah. I don't I is there Hey, no, I can just stand on the back. Oh no. Well, Janice, she's out. Afraid. She's out for sure. You are in. You're in. All right. A chair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I might, haven't uh, sat down in weeks. Sorry. Man. Um do, do we have a do you have a towel? It's just something we could put in the back of the Range Rover for Honey. the drive. Oh no. I'm s- I'll I- I'll just hitchhike over. That's how I get everywhere. Oh, I'll just that would just be over. super. That would be super, right? Hey, you're wait. Unless don't look you, at me could like you guys give me a ride though. Like yes. Oh my. Yes, we can. Horus. There is plenty of room in the Ding Range Rover. Dong. Oh, you can get the door, Mister Grumpy Gills. Guys, I think you guys is okay, house. Okay, I will. I'm sorry. Hello, hello. Hey everybody, it's Janice. Oh, thank God. Oh, look, uh, Doris, your sister is here. Uh, Janice, looks like she can hey. go to the recital anyway. Uh, Janice, come in, come in. Janice, you texted me. Tall glass of water. Oh well, oh. he was standing outside, and Doris uh, yelled at him to come don't in. Don't assume I don't. his being. Yeah, I'm a human man. Oh, you are. I'm you not are. a glass of water. Janice, I don't know. No, just what turn kind it of down. What are you on? Oh my, honey. Well. Men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Far out, man. Oh, you can say I'm Venusian. I don't, uh, I don't even know what that means, but I'm into it. Is you this really make happening out in this, right now? In the, this linen closet down the hall? <gasps> you know, I just met you and this is just so crazy, but yes. All right. Uh, first while they're, uh, they're in the closet, you know, um, I have a, I have a crazy idea. Oh, what is that? Well, we have the three tickets, and I mean, you already offered one to the dirty hippie gentleman. I don't. E- I didn't even catch his name. Did you? No, I, don't I just think Janice did either. That's it's a new age. Nobody needs okay. names anyway, anymore, anyway, honey. Back to my idea. So the three tickets to Chauncey's concert. Yes. yes. So how about maybe you go with the two new lovebirds? You could take them. Are you? actually serious right now honey are you i can't even believe that you would suggest that why don't you go with the two new lovebirds well it's your sister I, it would be weird if i was there i'm just her brother like i don't see I you don't... making eyes at her across the face uh, that is table. ridiculous uh, mom dad um i'm really she... ready for my cello you ready to go I'm Chauncey? Ready, I'm ready to are go. you ready big guy Chauncey, i'm ready daddy's gonna Chauncey. take you there i'm gonna, take, gonna you there. take you there and then unfortunately i'm gonna have to come home and um Watch the yachting championships on ESPN. But, but you both promised. Yes, I know. Well, your Aunt Janice has found a new man, and they're going to be coming in in my stead. So your mother will be in the crowd, and they will be there. But, of course, I will drive you there. So, you know, you get to, to spend a little time with everyone. Chauncey, I really need to speak 
to your father. Okay, um, I just want you guys to remember that was the only thing I asked for my 12th birthday is for you guys to both be at my cello recitals. We so know, I just really want to remember. We've been Don't working on it for so that? long. We rented out the hall. We made a cello recital just for you. It cost us a lot of money. And so, yes, we, we know. We okay. know, Chauncey. Okay, I'll just keep practicing in the back. Your little blue bow tie looks adorable, oh, by the way. thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm trying. What? What? What, what are you saying what to me for? Because you said, well, you said to boy, because you said you, we needed to talk more. We, because I, we rented out every seat in that auditorium. And you can't even come and, and sit. You could sit across the theater from him, from, this, well, from, from Janice and this man. What about all the money we spent on seat fillers? If, if I have to send one of the seat fillers home, it'll be a waste of $80. <laughs> Don't you you sound that- great, champ. You sounded really great up really there. Really great, honey. Is there a cat dying? Oh, look. Here, here comes your sister. Uh, oh, hello, you two. How was the linen closet? You've got a lot of towels. You might have to do laundry really soon. <laughs> uh, say, uh, you know, I, I normally don't I normally don't date younger guys, but... How old do you think I am? Oh, God. Uh, Chauncey, uh, let's go. Come and get in the Range Rover with Daddy. I'm coming. I'm coming. Cut to the concert hall. We see the crowd is just packed full of people in tuxedos and gowns. And uh, now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage. Chauncey. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I'd like to play um, Box Overture number 12, (laughs) D-flat. All right, I'm I'm done. This is awful. (gasps) Yeah, this isn't worth that 80 bucks that lady paid me. Yeah, this is worth nothing. I want my $80 now. Shh, that's my nephew, you twit. I just, I just have my fingers in my ears, and it's still terrible. I'm going to record this and put it on YouTube. It's so bad. Um, I, if I could ask for silence, this goes on for about another 30 minutes, so oh. please. Hello, is this, uh, is this uh, uh, WHO Radio? Yes, yes, WHO Radio. Yeah. Great. Um, I'd like to hire out all of your DJs, please. Oh, okay. Um, that's great. Um, uh, just to let you know, we don't actually... The DJs you hear on the radio that's are not... not going to th- work for me. I'm going to need the DJs on the radio at my party. Hey, Craig, CC wants a DJ? You know I'm ready. You know I'm ready for it, Craig. Send me out. Send me out, Craig. Listen, Billy, I know you're going to be good at this. I, 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 I got a feeling, but he actually wants the real people. Come on. Give me a shot. Give me a shot, Craig. You know I'm good. You know I'm good. Don't do it, Craig. Don't do it. He ain't ready. You know he's not ready. Come on, come on, Ramon. Well, you're not gonna do it. What are you gonna go do? Hello, is anyone? Are you still there? I'm still. It sounds like you're talking to other people and not to me. And I'm the person calling you on the phone. That's very rude. I'm I'm sorry. I'm on very rude. I'm on speaker, so I'm trying to get everybody's. You should know that phone etiquette dictates that you should say that I'm on speaker. Because I assumed I was only talking to one person. So now that I know I'm addressing a room full of people, hello, room full of people. Hey, what's hey. up? Hey, hi. Hey, what up? Hi. Oh, uh, wow. Bi- my name is Billy. They call me DJ Wedding 
with a Z. Okay. I'm Vivian. I'm getting married this summer, and I've been like planning the entire time. So I think I could like do your wedding. Yo, so. I'm DJ Dorky Ross. What up? Yeah, that's Ramon. He's DJ Dorky Ross. Okay, what I'm looking for is DJs from the actual radio. To be fair, you these... see, I'm having a little party. Well, and what's a party? What's a party? What's a party? Hey. Is it a black party? I only do black no, parties. No, it's a black tie party. Ooh, is it a wedding? And the theme this year is going to be radio. So oh, oh, you understand the predicament oh, that I'm, I'm in. I'm going to be so good at this. I'm going to be so good at this. anybody playing the music. Well, it, it, I'm going to need the most prestigious DJs that you have. I'm sorry. What's your name, ma'am? Ma'am, I am a sir. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I'm, oh, God, God I damn blew it, it. Billy. I blew it. I'm sorry, sir. What's your name? Uncool. My name is Ronald Stonesworth. Ronald. Okay, the Ronald. Fourth. I'm going to be honest with you, Ronald. I'm going to be honest. Uh, because my because my voice, they don't let me on the radio uh, very often. But one and night, there was a storm. It's not the only and, reason uh, we don't let they let me the read the weather update uh, at the top of the hour uh, one time. So technically, remember, I've been on the radio. Yeah. And uh, so I, I can come and DJ your parties because I've been on the radio. I remember that night. And it, your voice is still terrible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, come back mm-hmm. to that night. Um, uh, 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 Billy DJ Weddings here. What the, uh, storming out out there. Hi, guys. Is it say, lightning? Honey, isn't is this radio <laughs> announcer terrible? This is a witty. He is quite nauseous. My Stay he's making me quite nauseous. Turn it off. Fill it in. Back to the scene. So, yeah, he has been actually on the radio. So, yeah. technically, he is one of the people you might be looking for right no. now. There's other. Oh, no. Yo, well, I'm uh, I'm DJ Dorky Ross, and uh, I host a DJ radio show on Wednesday nights called Wednesday Night Naughty Mix. You might have heard of it. If you're a little looking for something a little bit more like adult contemporary, I have callers in the area, like call in and like uh, I play for them songs that I feel that really touch their heart. It's like she Delilah. writes them herself. She writes them herself. They're really good. It's they're really good. It's you know what? You've sometimes, heard sometimes like you give your best advice comes from yourself. You know, I mean, but love you, is always. I, th- I think the best the way to ex- have to explain is for you to sing one of your songs. Ooh, do it. Sing. Uh, I love you the way that I love you. That's my favorite one. No, 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 no. Oh, what? What? Come on. That was the best one. Well, you'll get your okay, turn. Okay, okay. That's you get your turn too. All right, I like that one? one too. No, I like that one. I love you the way that I love you. By me, Vivian. Vivian, you just look so great. Wearing velvet and some suede. Baby, I love the way I love you. I made a, I made a whole bunch of video montages with that song. That's like my favorite song. Yeah. You Which see, is- at my party, we're going to have more of a classical feel. Um, we just had a young cellist play, and Ooh. it was challenging to listen to. And that's what I would call adult contemporary or easy listening. And I shan't be having that. At okay. My party. Well, I think the naughty mix might be something more. It's a little more. Current mm-hmm. is a little mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could you give him an example of the Naughty Mix music that you play? All right, every half hour, DJ Dorky Ross spits one of his new rhymes. So, uh, I guess I can spit one for you here. Drop me a beat, yo. Uh, I'm DJ Dorky Ross, and I got something to say. 
Have me at your party. Make the people say, hey! hey! Oh, oh, oh. See? Um... Hmm. Oh, I want to dance right for? now. I want to dance right it's now. Pretty lively. How are you saying no to any of this guy, lady? I'm sorry. It was you a lady or a guy? I am a sir. Ronald oh, sir. Stonesworth. Ronald, I'm sorry. I'm Stonesworth. Yeah, the four. Such an effeminate voice, this guy. I don't hear it. I only hear rich masculinity. Okay. That's all I can hear in my own voice. You see, I had a tutor that trained me in having a rich masculine voice. Well. I'm taking acting classes right now, and... Hello, would you like a voice quite like this? Transatlantic, honey. Very, uh, very Catherine Hepburn. Yes, I hear something in there. It's money. Almost... Money and liqueur. Like a summer that's gone by. Yes. She is available. Yes, uh, you'll do, um... Please report to my manse uh, on the night of the party, which I'll have my chauffeur bring along the details for. Um, just make sure that you come naked. It is a naked orgy party. I, I, Thank I you. I do want to... Like. Um, Dad? Yes, honey? Dad, um, I was just wondering if, I, if maybe I could borrow a couple of dollars from you. Oh, Helena, of course you can. Wh what do you need the money for, oh, sweetheart? Um, well, I got invited to a party, and um, I just, uh, I, I was supposed to bring my own beverage, and I, I know that we don't have any soda in, in the house. You and, you and Mom don't let me drink a lot of soda, but I was wondering if just for this one time, if I could just go to the gas station and buy a soda to bring to this party. Helena, I would love to give you money for a soda, but if I give you a soda now, then you're just going to want a soda later. So I really don't feel that this is the best interest, in our best interest right now. Oh, oh but, but Dad, everybody at the block party is going to have their own beverage, and, and I can't show up empty-handed. You will drink your grapefruit juice like you always do, okay, <laughs> honey? Grapefruit juice is healthy. It's rich. Full of minerals and vitamins. Why can't I go live with Uncle Rick? I don't want to stay here with you and Mom anymore. I don't want to drink grapefruit. I don't want to drink grapefruit juice. I want to go to the party and what I want to drink soda. What is this ruckus down here? I'm sorry, Mom. What is this? I'm sorry. She what wanted is happening down here? She wanted to have a soda. Good Lord. I just, just What won. sort of white trash are you? Oh, no. Soda? Mom. Have you drank your grapefruit juice? Grapefruit juice? I I'm just, flustered. I just have a little bit left in my glass. I, I just want... I'll, okay, I'll drink it. I'm sorry. I'll just... Like. So if you want, you can put some of this soda water into your grapefruit juice. How about that? Hmm? Oh, honey, I don't know if that's such a good idea or not. I mean... Oh, you what? You need it all for your scotches, you fucking <laughs> lush? <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Rick. What's up, sis? <gasps> Uncle Rick. Yeah, it's How Uncle Rick. How are you, Rick? Ah, uh, uh, dude. That's a nice leather jacket. Is that a new leather jacket? It's kind of old, but it's, you know, got it from this thrift store real cheap. Did you just open that beer? Where did you get it? Was that in your coat pocket? 
Listen here. You know, I, I like me a good 40, oh you God, know. Uncle Rick is so cool. <sighs> they giving you a tough time about tough time about that uh, about that soda, huh? Yeah, okay. they won't let me drink soda, Uncle Rick. <sighs> These damn parents of yours. Listen. Don't you say that. Ask, we are this trying to raise a responsible adult right now. I don't now. want her to end up like our parents. Remember them, Rick? Huh? They were terrible. We don't speak of that anymore. What? I know. What happened to Grandpa and Grandma? They had a really good time. They lived they, yellow. Every day was a new day. What? what? They, they lived they Are we lived talking about big sugar again? They had a weird, crazy soda orgy and everyone there died. Cut to the weird, crazy soda orange where everyone dies. <laughs> Coke! More Coke! Coca-Cola! Oh, my God! Uh, yeah, I'm a radio DJ. I'm supposed to perform here. <laughs> oh, yes! Come on in! <laughs> well, uh... Well, Hank, I, uh... I think I'm gonna get back into fishing. You know, I... I used to fish as a kid, and I just... I think I'd be I'd be really good at it. We missed you out there, I tell you. You can come back out there around the boat whenever you want. We've been waiting for you. It's a nice to have a little extra room out there, but it's also a little quiet without you out there to talk to and uh Oh, so that'd be nice. Yeah. Well, I forgot how slow you talked, Hank. Uh, huh? Never mind. What? I'm, Where are you going? Don't. I'm just leaving. Don't. I'm Whoa. walking away, Hank. Please don't. Goodbye. I'm just going to leave. You going back to your fancy job? You're not made out to be a real fisherman anyways, I just go back out on the boat by myself, I guess. Is that is that is that who I think it is? Hey Jerry. Hey. What are you doing down here at the dock? I just figured I'd come out here and just See what's going on, and then I heard a familiar voice. Well, yeah, I, mean, I reckon it was a familiar voice. He's gone now, though. It's, uh, you know, but, I'm back. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. You two are very annoying to talk to. Huh? I, I don't know if you understand this. I just think I need to say something. You may have been living your whole lives this way. You're just... You stretch out sentences that you shouldn't. Well, okay, I don't know if you're doing it for emphasis, because it's clearly not a speech impediment. You both talk just fine. I don't know why you talk so slow. Well, I think that uh, reason probably is... Um, oh, my God. Not all of us are in such of a rush as you seem to be. Some of us still live life and enjoy the day. And we stop and smell the roses and we uh, enjoy ourselves. And we aren't all part of that. Um, what do you call it? Hustle. Yeah. And bustle. Hustle. Some of us just don't take part in that. 
and bustle. That's all. Ain't that right, Jerry? Yeah. Okay, I timed you. That took 20 minutes. Well, gosh. You, you started a sentence, and then 20 minutes later, you finished your sentence. Mm. I, I just... I never learned how to read no uh, wristwatch. Mm-hmm. Got your pole all baited up if you might want to take no. it for a dip. Don't want to spend any more time with with your sentences, mm-hmm. okay? I, I, well, it was good seeing you. I, I I, it's, nice, it's nice to catch up. I hope you stop by soon. I'm just, I'm gone. I'm going to leave, okay? Well, you told me that before, but uh, seeming like he has a rough time getting away. It's so hard. Oh, uh, who's hey, this? Is that Jerry? Jerry! Uh, yeah, well, Jerry, look who it is. Hey, hey, Jerry, it's Luann. You remember me? Is he going to stay for our fish fry night? I guess. What kind of fish you got? I got me some bluegills, some catfish, um... Some like undescribable fish. We don't know what it is, but it tastes so good. I am plumb about worn out just from listening to you. I say. Hey Jerry, how's the big sea treating you? The big sea been treating me just fine. Oh, I didn't mean you, hunter. You, honey. Sorry, <laughs> Shook. How's how's the big city treating you? You're not leaving us so soon, are I, you? Look, I it's fine. I. I'm in my car already. I'm not going to get back out of my car. I'm just, I'm... Well, don't, roll down your window. No, nope, I'm just not. just me. No, okay. No, this is, you're, you're worse than them. And your well, problem is just That's not what you said manners. last summer. We spent a lot of time together last summer. I was selfish. Uh, I admit that. You should tell them the real reason why you're in a hurry, honey. Well, I think we just figured it out. Uh, he wanted to. He don't mind the way we talk one bit. No. I actually, he I just do. didn't want to see her again and bring up all them feelings. Listen, I may not be a smart woman, but I know what love is. And catfish, I know how to make a nice catfish. Hey, actually, hey, mama. Why, Shook? Is this my daddy from from the one big summer ago? From one summer ago? <laughs> Am I your father from what? one summer ago? Around our parts. Oh my God! Around our parts. If you deflower, re-deflower a woman, you are responsible for her children. She That's is not true. Pretty That's... advanced. Can you teach me how to talk? Like you, Daddy. You're breaking her damn I'm not, heart. I am not here your you father. Here you go, walking out I, here again. There's no oh. way. Your sly ass right out here, and you're going to okay. leave and abandon I'm, your daughter. I'm turning the car off. You're okay. Kirk, clearly the, the father. Don't you, don't, don't get out from in front look of his car. Look at our earlobes. We have different earlobes. Y'all look, look almost exactly the same. Her dangle and mine are attached. She's a dangler. I'm an attached earlobes. It's a, it's a fact. Look it up. That's how you can tell. Cut to Maury Povich. <laughs> 
You are the father. Yeah, I told you. I told you. I'm going to take you for all that big city money that you that you're worth. And I don't care about that little itty bitty thing you got there in that nice little high rise department in Des Moines. Oh, um, you want to know my title? I mean, uh, well, I'm I'm probably a doctor, um, but you know. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter, I know, you know, but well, can you can you get this out of me? Uh, I don't, um, that's what I was just please. asking. Like, if you, I'm sorry, if you could pull, I, could you help me? I I can I was probably just more get it out of you. Or can you help me with this knife? I it's it's just, right in my side, and I need help. Please, how did they it get in there in the, the first place? Desk, but I just ran right through, and I need help. Oh, you, oh, you didn't. Are fill you out, a doctor? You didn't doctor. fill out any of the paperwork. Are you a doctor? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We need to get this man on a gurney stat. All right. Go get a gurney. Get the gurney. Okay. Could you, sir, I'm going to need you to fill out the paperwork. I can't do any of my probable doctor work until you fill out the paperwork. Why won't you just tell me if you're a doctor? You know, it's kind of not a known fact. It's complicated right now. Everything. My arm's getting real close. I know. On a scale of one to ten, where do I where's your pain at? Oh, pain. Okay, okay, okay. Nurse, yes, nurse. Doctor, um, we're losing him. Grab the thingy um from the one closet with the jiggly door handle and then put it everything around here. Put it in it. Just listen. I know you're still in your residency, but we really need you to step it up a little bit. I know it's the night shift, but we got to move. All right, all right. Who's the nurse and who is the doctor? I think oh, you're the nurse, Christ and I'm probably sake. the doctor. So, I'm. You're gonna listen. Here we to me. go with these elitist attitudes. I'm just saying. I went through more schooling than it, you. I and am what an round academic. of med school are you on again? Shh. Go to the closet and get the thingy. We're losing him, nurse. Oh, look at him. Look at him. He's. He, look at his face. It's you droopy on one side. You're right. I have it in my back pocket. I'm always prepared. See? Okay. Well, get, let's get on it then. Excuse me, sir. Sir, how many fingers am I holding up? Sir? Ask him what date it is. Ask him the date. Sir, what is today's date? Pizza. Oh, my God. Flash him a boob or something. Come on, nurse. All right. I don't normally do this. It's against ethical codes, but I'm going to flash you just a little bit. And I'm going to, and on the count of three, open your eyes. Cut One, to HR. Two. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, so this is just not okay. Um, um, we've received many complaints, both for both oh of you, actually. Uh, doctor, um, please uh, go ahead and have a seat. Um, we know it was you that suggested um, she flash her breast at a I am dead a medical man. professional. I do what I have to do, okay? Well, his family was there. His son has been... Crying a lot. Uh, you were arguing and let his father die, and then you exposed your breast to a child. That's what the tape shows. Um, we're going to need you to both fill out these forms. Here you go. One for you and one for you. Excuse me. Okay. I, I would like to know exactly what these forms say and uh, if I need a lawyer. Listen, nurses take many alternative means um, to get the job done. That's not true. It's really not. You shouldn't be. Yeah. It, if you are, you really shouldn't be. We have a rigorous these uh, standard and a protocol mm -hmm. that you are definitely supposed to follow. Have you not been 
These forms oh. are actually malpractice are protection are forms. I'm a, I'm are your nurses not following the she's protocol? She's not even a real doctor. I'm probably a real doctor. We're <laughs> aware of the quantum situation with her doctorhood. She is both a doctor and not a doctor. Mm-hmm. It's a She, on the other hand, it. is a full-blown nurse, mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. shouldn't have flashed her tit at that dead guy, is all I'm saying. That's true. That's now, true. We, both we, uh, we saw in the videotape you tell her, you instructed her to do that. Okay. I mean, I, 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 I don't... Uh, I don't agree Stop with... Stop like, interrupting, Dr. Phillips. Dr. Phillips. Please. Dr. Phillips, I mean, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, also, as their union representative, I just mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that I will... Being the fact that she is technically not a doctor... And also technically, technically a doctor. It's not 50-50. It's an uncertain state. Okay, fair enough. If she's an uncertain state, then to be fair... It's called a super she state. She really shouldn't be liable for anything. It really should go against the nurse ha. who flashed hey. the breast on it. Because honestly, she's listened to a maybe doctor. Now, that's why I gave you both those forms. Those mm. are forms saying that you agree to the hospital representing you in court. Should a malpractice suit follow the events of October 12th? Okay. Which it most certainly I will. I will sign this Absolutely form. Absolutely will. And if, I, if you look, I mean, the forms are different. They're not, this, this is for you exposing your breasts and you for starting a meaningless argument while a man bled to death mm-hmm. with a knife in his chest. Mm-hmm. One killed that a man. Videotape one went just on showed for a little nipple. 20 minutes. People die all the time, but mm-hmm. they're not always. Later They're exposed to genitalia. This was not and death by nipple. This was death by negligence okay, of a under- not real doctor. The mother is going to argue that uh, that son is traumatized mm-hmm, from... Mm-hmm. Uh, that is probably the only good thing that happened to that son that Cut day. Cut to mother and son. Oh, hi, Dad. Your father's Mom? dead. Mom. And I saw you look at that nurse's boob. Rather than look at your dying father. I saw you, you monster. You get out of my house. You get out of this house. But they're always telling you to focus on the positive. I said out. And he is kicked out of the house. Just a little boy. And he has to grow up on the streets. And we see him grow up and he has to do bad, dirty things to survive. And he has a rough... Hard, tough, slings life. hot dogs, and then see him. Sort of whistles. <laughs> Forty years old, looks seventy years old, walking up to a door in suburbia. Oh, hello. Oh, oh, hello. Hello. Ooh. Hey, look, look who it is, honey. Oh, you here for hello. the uh, soda pop orgy? Yeah, I like to party. Did he bring the Sprite? Uh, I, I mainly stick with caffeinated beverages. I do have me some RC Cola. Well then, come on in. All right, everybody, that's how we do it. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. All right, uh, final segment. We're going to go around. We're going to find out what we learned uh, from Ross's story. Uh, so, Charity, what did you learn from Ross today? Don't start with me. That's how we go. That's how it goes. Start with you on the intro. Start with you on the end. I learned from Ross that if you are in need of a job, you should definitely call the guy who just quit 
said job. If you know him, yeah. It's all about who you know, not what you know. Yep. Thanks, Ross. Ain't that the truth. What do you got to plug? What do I have to plug? I have a New Year's Eve show that right. uh, uh, a couple of us are putting together. It's called A Mixed Up New Year. It's taking place on December 31st down at Java Joe's on 4th Street. Show starts at 8 p.m. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a blast. It's got improv. It's got stand-up. It's got sketch. What? Awesome. mixed up. That's right. So it's there you go. Good. There you go. Your plans are made. Come to Des Moines for New Year's this year. It's Hell be an yeah. Awesome show. It's going to be a great show. All right. Matt, what did you learn today? Uh, basically, uh, you should help people that are stranded on the street because they could actually help you out with stuff. So doesn't matter what they look like. doesn't matter what kind of weapon they have. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> yep. Anything just... If they're about ready to kill somebody, just help them out. We'll do whatever you need to do because it could help you out in the future. That's right. Absolutely. What do you have to plug? Um, as always, Kitten Bomb Comedy. Woo! Uh, yeah, yeah. Our producer's right there, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, we have shows on the second Saturday of every month. Starts at 8 o'clock over at Java Joe's on 4th Street. Uh, just search Kitten Bomb Comedy on Facebook. And uh, we've got shows all the way up to May on that second Saturday. So... Check Coming out, out and have a good time. All right. Ashley Parker, hey! what did you learn today? Uh, I think it was reinforced enforced the fact. Never trust Wells Fargo. Those bastards are going to be out to get you every time. Right. Um, and if you're stuck behind one of those jobs, quit them now. Um, yes. Yeah. What do you got to plug? So plugs. Um, I believe Comedy Deathmatch is this Saturday. I Won't be this Probably, be but... <laughs> It won't be by the time this comes out. Yeah, so uh, that'll be passed. Um, I'm also going to be uh, at Java Joe's on December 31st for this badass New Year's Eve. And, and I well, also, oh. it, when you win Comedy Deathmatch, you'll be there next month, right? Right. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, <laughs> but also, I it's kind of in the works, and we haven't got all the details and kinks worked out yet, but we're going to try some musical improv. Yeah. Oh. It's going to be a little, yeah. little bit new. We're going to bring all the fun songs, so... Actually, all, Check th- it. Tough. All, all three of us are going to give, us. Us. give it a shot. So. I mean, we could even try it now if this weren't like the end of the show. But Oh, we got a few songs in here today. Yeah, I was we did. I, I, was think, I think we all did. three of you sang a song Yeah, today. actually we did. We, so. I yeah. think, yeah. So we're, Just we're, a little uh, tasty <laughs> teaser for you. Just a little go. tasty <laughs> teaser for you. <laughs> My kids, man, what did you learn today? Oh, man. Uh, I learned my dad was right. <laughs> my dad is a he's a big proponent of the secret he's given oh, me God. several copies of the dvd and uh it's the first anecdotal evidence of it working that i've heard so yep good old anecdotal evidence there you go dad you're right <laughs> proof uh what do you got to plug uh follow me on twitter at mj kitsman um I don't think I have anything else to plug right now. All right. Uh, just listen to me on this podcast. I'm here a lot. So. <laughs> yep. Um, Keep listening. I uh, Yeah, what did I learn from Ross? Yeah, man. Uh, it is. It's all It's all about who you know. It's those strange connections that uh, that's, that's the way that the world works. It really is. So, yeah, Matt's right. Help people. Help people. You'll be surprised. Be, be kind. Be kind. Scratch you all fucking the dicks. Um, 
<laughs> I shouldn't. That's not nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my show, you fucking yeah. assholes. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what do I got to plug? Uh, Buzzard Hollow Beef uh, is out there uh, still doing the festivals. Uh, I can't wait to give you an actual release date for it. Uh, but I still want everyone to go out there and try to see it as soon as you can. And uh, let's see. Rate and view the podcast on iTunes, please. Follow us on Twitter at History Made Up. HistoryMadeUp.com is the website. History Made Up on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.